Yeah. Oh, the cocaine bear. Did you see that yeah. preview for that yes. movie? Yes. That's-, <laughs> That's perfect. Jordan Davis has the personality of a teddy bear, and he has the playing style of cocaine bear. That is Jordan Davis. Chris Hansen here, and I'm going to need you all to take a seat right over there and check out Birds like versus Boys. I think you're completely right here, and I hate it. Yep. Hey, idiots. Stop doing dumb things. I got two phones. Upside alert. Upside alert. I might go insane. I think you're already there. There's no hope. Hope Studio. is gone. If this was an AFC North podcast, we'd be done in 15 minutes. Bob Hope. I'm going to drink bleach. That is- Beating the team you promised me you were going to be this year. This is the Consciously Hopeful podcast. I'll be watching. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 138 of Birds vs. Boys. Thanksgiving has come and gone. Cowboys win on Thanksgiving. The Eagles win on Sunday. And now we are looking ahead to week 12 in the NFL season, which absolutely boggles my mind. Don't forget, this show is brought to you by two delicious and tasty products coming out of Philadelphia, Delco Steaks and Stateside Vodka. And I know my co-host likes both of those. So Aiden, how are you? I'm sure you enjoyed a nice old cheesesteak this past weekend. Oh yeah, of course. And I'm great, by the way. Monumental day. Two big things. Spotify wrapped. I love judging people based off their music choices. And two, Jordan Davis practice window activated. Huge day for my brand. I love music. I love Jordan Davis. And you can make fun of me because I don't listen to Spotify, so I don't have a rap. Yeah, so I, I have Apple Music, and this is the big thing. Every year I remind myself to get Spotify on this day because it is so much better than Apple Music as a just user-friendly. And then I don't do it. And then every it's like a constant reminder. It's like mm-hmm. every year I slap myself in the face for not doing it. Now you are just an mm. old person and use God knows what. Like you still listen to commercials when you listen to your music, correct? Pandora, that's baby. Insane. That's just insane. I mean, I'm married with a kid. You think my wife's going to let me pay for music? You back backstage, we were just talking about how I've opened up multiple credit cards for perks, some of which I didn't even get the perks because mm-hmm. I was trying to get Taylor Swift tickets and I got a Capital One card thinking if I got the Capital One card, that would get me the Taylor Swift tickets. That did not happen. Nope. You did told not. me that you opened a credit card and got $200 for doing that. You could have just taken the $200 and paid for a streaming service. Again, married. Not, not my mom. But she can. you can share an account. She can benefit from this. I'll let you. I'll let you. uh Pitch it to her. Let me have this. So use Amazon. That's actually actually a great idea. That that's that should be an app idea. If you have a married a married person, if there's arguments they don't want to be in, you can tag somebody in, and like they have the argument. So like I would argue on your behalf and like present your case for Spotify, which is just nine ninety nine. Pops up on Facetime on my phone. Here you go. It's me. Yep. Hi. Be awesome. Yes. Any time of the day too. You have to drop whatever you're doing. You're like Dobby. You just pop up. Oh, that's yeah. I would love to be Dobby. He is an American hero. And I guess yes, also he a British hero. <laughs> He's a little bit of everything hero. Uh, and and if, this is your first time, 
if this is your first time listening to Birds vs. Boys, yes, this is how it goes. Yes, we do talk football, but yes, we are talking about Dobby, the little elf, and within the first three minutes of the show, and that's what makes this show this show. It's We talked about the biggest person alive in Jordan Davis and the smallest person alive, Dobby. So I think we're right on track with where we need to be. Speaking of right on track where we need to be, uh, both of our teams yep. both have wins coming yep. up, and then two... I guess you could call them big games for both of us, kind of you, not so much, but uh, the media is hyping it up as it is uh, one. So, but we're on track. Like we look like the two best teams in the conference. I'm looking at Christmas Eve, like the Christmas Eve might be like the deal breaker for the one seed in the division. Yeah. Um, so I do, I do agree. Top two teams, but that team over there in San Francisco is starting to scare me a little bit, Aiden, as they always do. I'm glad you brought that up. We're doing power rankings tonight, and we're giving a uh, sleeper team, wild card team that's kind of flying under the radar that we think can make a run to the Super Bowl. So pretty much we have 31 teams at our disposal. That is not the Chiefs that we could choose from. Yes. <laughs> if, so you're, I, if you're sticking around for power rankings, you already know who number one is. I would love for you to listen for our breakdown, but if you're here for the TikTok power rankings, you are going to be disappointed. Yes. All right, so I we're going to do around the NFL, and actually, this just this just we haven't talked about this, but we're going to do this right now. So okay. I was on BetQL or Bet Online today, looking at Super Bowl odds. Right. Okay. So give me who you think Vegas's top five, one to five, and I will tell you yes or no chances to win the Super Bowl. Number Chief. one, Chiefs. Number one, this is Chiefs. Ding. Number two, it's the Cowboys. Eh. NFC or AFC? AFC? No, actually, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Okay. Bills. Ding. Number three. Then Cowboys. Eh. Eagles. Yes. Okay. Four. Then Cowboys. Eh. Jesus. Dolphins. Eh. Really? 49ers. Yes. Okay. Five. I have to guess the Cowboys because I've guessed. Yes. Them. Okay, thank God. And then six was the, I believe, the Dolphins. There's Cowboys six. at nine to one. That's pretty good odds. I think the Dolphins were fourteen to one, which I love those odds. Uh, speaking of odds, all right, I'll no, I won't. I'll just get off off track. It's about college football. Taylor Williams is going to win the Heisman. I've been thinking this for like two yes. months, and they made fun of Rico on Barstool Pick, and I'm like, why are you making fun of him? Caleb Williams could make win the Heisman. Now he's going to. Now he's going to, and I didn't bet it like an idiot. And I think Caleb Williams is going to be better than both CJ Stroud and, and Bryce awesome. Young at the next level. We yeah. love him. Like you should be tanking for him. The Texans, they're going to suck next year. They're going to be number one again. They're going to Caleb Williams. They're going to have a good team. How about that? Yeah. And good teams also get top 10 picks when they shouldn't. Yes, we should. Now they're <laughs> thank you to the, uh, to the 49ers. Uh, another big win over the saints. Oh my goodness! Every, every with every loss, I can smell somebody off the Georgia defense. I can't you wait to watch the championship this week and just be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll take him. I'll take him. I'll take him. It's funny because you got the Eagles aren't the only ones too. The the, the Seahawks are like <laughs> they got rid of Russell Wilson. The Broncos stink, and they get their first round pick. Also, the Seahawks gave their pick to the Jets. I'm pretty yes. sure. Yes. And I could be wrong. This might be just be last year. Do the Bears have their pick back? I think they do. They might. There's three teams. Like, if you look at the top 10, three of them don't actually have their pick. And I'm pretty sure 
It's Jets, hilariously, because they gave it to the Seahawks. Then the Seahawks gave it to the Broncos. So it's like one big, they're just like passing it around. So according to tankathon.com. The best, if you're a As of right now, Houston would have the first pick. Yes. The Bears have the second pick with their, the Rams would be third, but that pick is going to the Lions. Yes. That's another one. Denver is four, but that pick goes to the Seahawks. Carolina is five. The Saints are six, but that goes to Philly. Arizona seven, Green Bay eight, Las Vegas nine, and Cleveland 10, which that goes to Houston. Unreal. And that's for Deshaun Watson, who is this week. Um, We don't talk about Deshaun Watson, but you see that they're just bringing the, like, victims and putting them in a suit. Yeah, um, it's very interesting. I don't know if I like that. Yeah, it's, it feels more like a publicity stunt than you trying to help victims of sexual yes. harassment and abuse. I get the whole thing like they're going, they're facing their acute, but you're not really facing. <laughs> you know, yeah, in a sweep. Yeah, <laughs> What's it? like, it's yeah, a just, football stadium. Can't see who's in a sweep. And I know we don't talk to Sean Watson, but I did a thing in fantasy. You're you're done. You're cooked. I, I, I went listen. to check today and I was going to roast and scold whoever did it in my league. You picked them up. Listen, I had, I had you Russell Wilson. I had Russell Wilson and uh, Jameis Winston and they've been, Jameis has been hurt. And then, so I've been playing Andy Dalton or Jacoby Brissett and I've started making a run. I I was very bad. And now I've won four straight. Just need myself a quarterback. My my friend did it. He did it. Matt, you're screwed. That's bad karma. You did it. You mm-hmm. picked up Deshaun Watson. I, I for I for sure didn't think he would be available. I thought he was gonna be on a team already, and then it popped up I and think, I was like, oh. I think we all just forgot about it. And yes, the, the thing to do would have been to pick him up last week yes. and stash him for a week. But I think a lot of people are just like hesitant to yeah. you know. It's an imaginary team, but at the same time, it's like, ah, do I want Deshaun? Do I want to root for Deshaun Watson? No, I don't have to root or watch. I just check at the end and be like, oh, 37 points. Okay, and move on. He also plays the Texans, which yeah, given last week, man, are they in tank mode. They are in 2015 Sixers tank mode. Wow, are they bad. Um, also, one of the teams you brought up, the Broncos. Mm-hmm. I have a take on the Russell Wilson birthday party. Let's I know people. Yes. The Bo Callahan thing. Um, so the reason that that is actually a story. So Russell Wilson's wife, Sierra had a birthday party for Russ. Um, half the team showed up, which means half the team didn't show up. That got everybody talking about the Bo Callahan draft day thing where he didn't go first. Fonte Mack, no matter what, because Bo Callahan, nobody came to his birthday party, which meant nobody liked him. But yeah. I'll say this half the team coming. Like if I, my birthday's in two weeks, if I was having a party and I invited 53 of my friends, cause there's 53 guys on a team. If half of them, if 27 people showed up, I'd be like, yo, this is hype. 27 yep. of my friends. This is pretty cool. I'm going to have a good time. I don't think it's like that big of a deal that only half the team came. Like half is a lot of people. It is a lot of people, but at the same time, if you're the franchise quarterback, you know, You'd think, but you, at the same time, yeah, it's like, you know, I would like to know what half. Yes. Was it offense, Good defense? Point. Was it mixed? 
who yeah. I would love to know who was actually there. Like, were any of his receivers there? What, like, you would think, like, the entire offensive line, like, needs to be there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like, what if they weren't there? What if they yeah. weren't there? Like, what if Cortland Sutton wasn't there? Was it just the rookies and, was like, the special teams Greg guys? Green. Yeah, yeah, good point. I agree. Uh, was like, it just that would like happened in the coaching staff? Does that count? <laughs> yeah, it was just the coaches. It was just the coaches. I... I was reading that Hackett might actually be okay because he hasn't lost the locker room because the locker room has turned on Russ and Hackett actually has people skills. They haven't turned on him yet, despite being a very bad X's and O's coach. So that's kind of funny. Like he just saved his job by just kind of being a dude who people liked. Which they're, I kind of respect. Too. A decent human being and be they nice. Can't get rid of him. You might keep your job. It's like 87 million dead, 86.5, 90 million dead in the next three years if they got rid of him. Oh, God. They're de- they are, I think it's at least two more. I don't think it's till 2024 they can legitimately get out of it, but still have some issues. That, that could be one of the worst trades of all time. And I think what they're going to have to do is play him, I think this year, next year, then get another quarterback in there to compete with him and if he still stinks they're just gonna have to sit him so he doesn't get hurt because then the injury clause would pop in if he gets hurt and then his salary would be guaranteed and you can't even build around him because your pick is going to the seahawks does it go next year like they couldn't even draft caleb williams if they stink like this again right i don't think so wow yep none of this would have happened if they would have kept the stadium name sports authority i'll tell you that right now mile high baby that's all Mm. all right Um, our teams who are good Yes, and let's talk about real quick Team USA, which is good. Congratulations. Yes. Moving on to Polishik is from Hershey, which is yes, he is pretty much Harrisburg. Yes, he is. Sharon area code. Very thrilling. I know some people. I don't know. I love it. I think it's the the best world around sporting event in the world. No. Yes. No, I'm sorry. I I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm oh, supporting the country. I am hype. I'm rooting for Polishik. Um, but at the same time, you're telling me that that was more exciting than like Jalen Hurts juking four guys out of their cleats. No, it's different. It's It's different different in the sense that they can't use their God given opposable thumbs. I'll give you that. Who cares? I care. God gave us those things to use, to throw, to catch. You don't have to. To make fire. Okay. Then they're just playing football. (laughs) That's my point. They can do that. Yeah, but those guys can't. They are superior athletes in different ways. We like, talked about this. If we put our best athletes in from the beginning of their lives, let them play soccer instead of football, we would dominate. Yes, we would dominate. Like Absolutely. If Higgins was the goalie, it's over. But like guys like Jay, even Jalen Hurts and CeeDee Lamb, like they could not do what these guys do because they would not be able to. Are you kidding? Vince, it's 90 minutes of straight running. 90 straight minutes. They're not doing That's, that. I could do that. No, you can't. That, Kevin, that I like my nine-year-old team in goals. Okay. I was good. But then I quit because I didn't like You're, the uniform. Yeah, that's fine. They're ugly. It they had a collar and they made me tuck different. my shirt in. I'd play now because they made me tuck my shirt in. And you don't have to – I noticed that you don't have to tuck your shirt in in the World Cup. So I'll play in the World Cup if they need me. I know they I got a few lo- injuries. I would love. Uh, I get two months to train, I, Vince. You could not play – in a pickup fucking game in Maniunk in two months and last 90 minutes. No that's, chance. because it's on a hill. 
everything yep. would go downhill or uphill. If you're going uphill, then you might be screwed for 90 minutes. But if you're going I downhill, just, you're all right. And it's just, it I cracks me up to all these people that are like, that are like, oh, all oh, the diving and stuff. But yet they're LeBron James fans. Like, please, LeBron cries more than seven soccer players put together. Of course, this is just the take that I had from the game. Of course, the t- the two times where people are flopping around the game, um, it's the first time I've ever seen them where they're actually hurt. And of course, there are guys like the one guy sprained his ankle and Pulisic has a uh, quote unquote pelvic injury, which I think just based on the amount Big of balls all might know what area they were actually yep. referring to. Like, yep. that's the first time I've like seen them like writhe around in the ground and like actually mean it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But we'll see when they play the uh, another ones. It's going to be thrilling. I will no. I will say it was exciting. Like down the stretch, when you're like, all you have to do is like keep this goal, like this ball out of the goal, and that was exciting. That was nerve wracking. And they, well, like even today, I was like, they had the two. They had Mexico playing Saudi Arabia and Poland playing Argentina at the same time because of the way the points are. Yeah, and it was two nothing Argentina, two nothing Mexico. But Poland gets to advance, even though they have the same amount of points, because it went to like the seventh tiebreaker that they had like less yellow cards. So because of that, Mexico goes home. Yeah, that's dumb. Well, there it went to like goals, like head to head goal, like it went down to like the seventh tiebreaker because everything else was still even. We got to go back to football. <laughs> it is real football. I will say, I hope he does the "it's called soccer" thing. Oh God, it's the best. That'd be awesome. Well, the whole the whole stadium was chanting it the other night after we won. Nice. That I can get behind, just being an arrogant American. 100%. Arrogant Americans love football. So, like we said, Eagles won on Sunday. Cowboys won on Thursday. I think the Cowboys-Giants game, too, was exactly what I expected. Anybody that thought that the Cowboys were just going to wallop them after scoring 40 against the Vikings the week before, know nothing about the NFC East and know nothing about the Dallas Cowboys. So I think that game went exactly how I expected it. It, it did, but it also was like it, it's, we are who they thought they were for the Giants, mm-hmm. and yes. we will we'll play them twice, and we play them next week. But – I mean, they could get a game from us. I could definitely see that. It happened last year. But I the, I left that game, and I didn't really have a take on the Cowboys. I just had a take that it just solidified everything I believed about the Giants to be true. So I, I think I genuinely think this is a two-man race for the division, for the conference, I've, for the uh, championship. Mm. I just feel everything about it. And the one thing that could screw you over is, like, your special team sucks and the 49ers get an eight-minute drive against you, and you can't get our offenses on the field. And Unless the Titans catch you this week, I think it's a one-man race for the division. I really do. I think the Eagles, and you have a two-man, a two-game lead with six to play is very tough to overcome. Let's talk about. It. Let's let's do my game. Let's do my game first because we're one o'clock. You guys are eight twenty, um, and very valid eight twenty. Two very competitive teams. You and the Colts. And if you look at the schedule, there are no other good intense competitive games that people would like to watch i was praying that got flexed out because i hate yeah i mean eagles titans it didn't even need to be us even though it's between two division leaders you could have went 49ers dolphins which could be a super bowl preview but no very well warranted for they couldn't they can't flex out yet right until next next week's the first week i think they can flex no they can flex out they just didn't they can already i thought it only i thought it's only the last five weeks because that's uh, why no, they, they already flexed out the Broncos. Well, well they're never. You have, to, you have to do it so many days ahead of time. Yeah. So this had to have been done, uh, like 
over a week ago, and they didn't do well, it. I will tell you, unless they're 0-12, the Cowboys are never getting flexed out of a primetime game. That That is why most people don't like the Cowboys, is because for well, weeks we've been subjected to the Odell Beckham thing. It is the lead story. And then we have to watch them play the Colts on Sunday Night Football while the Dolphins 49ers play at one or four, whatever time. I don't know who's the home team, to be honest. Trust me. Most most logical Cowboys fans hate it, too. I'm sick with the Odell stuff. I'm not listening to it. I'm not talking about it until it's over. Like, at this point, okay, he's going to visit the Giants. He's visiting the Bills, and he's visiting the Cowboys. Let's see what happens next week. I mean, at this, this is point, the, I this can't is talk the, about it anymore. This is the scene in New Girl where they're both uh, Jess and um, Olivia Munn are competing for the best man, and he can't choose between the two. And the wedding ends, and he's still like, mm, ah, mm, ah, and can't decide. That is Olivia Munn and Jess are the Giants and the Cowboys, and the best man at the wedding is Odell Beckham. You just can't decide. Well, between the two. And the Bills now too. So, yeah, I still want my Dolphins in there, but mm, we'll see. Eagles Titans, one o'clock. Yep. Sunday. Yep. This game comes down to one thing and one thing only. When we drafted Jordan Davis, I was very excited. The reason I was very excited is because he is a human boulder who blows things up and makes it very hard to run because he, you know, isn't it like asteroids or orbits like they can just like suck things in like they just suck gravity in and stuff like that that's jordan davis if there was one game on the entire schedule that i would want jordan davis for if he could just play once the entire year it would be against derrick henry and the tennessee titans who have a very clear game plan it is to give derrick henry the ball Set yep. themselves up into second and two because he bowls people over and falls forward, yep. tires your defense out, and take the pressure off Ryan Tannehill because he doesn't have any receivers, and they gave AJ Brown to the Eagles. Yep. I need eight. I need Jordan Davis to play. That's it. That's the whole key. We're done. Yeah. Um, because if he doesn't, I mean, Linville Joseph is is what he is. Sue's been playing well, but. I mean, it's going to be a wrecking crew up the middle. Now, I'm not saying that the, that means the Titans win, because obviously the, if the Eagles play their game plan and they can control the Rock mm-hmm. 2, I mean, this is definitely going to be a game where it's like six, maybe seven possessions each. Yep. But the, that's the th- like the, the playbook against the Titans is always the same. They're the Wisconsin Badgers of the NFL. It's just they... They play for field position. They run the ball that you know they're going to run the ball, and they do it anyway. And for the most part, they are successful. They win games, but they never win the big game because at some point their lack of talent level supersedes anything else, and they just don't match up talent-wise, and you just have to be that team that's more talented that they don't match up with. It's like they always they always kill in the Big Ten West, but then when they play in the Big Ten East and have to play Ohio State, like it, it doesn't work. That's what the Titans are. I do are. think it's coaching too. I think Vrabel He's a is good coach. a very good coach, and I think he elevates them in the I games think- where talent is. I don't want to say matters less, but when you can get away with having less talent, he wins Correct. those games. His his coaching identity matches the identity of the roster, which is yep. exactly what you need. So it just comes down to like if you, it should be 
you should try to nullify Derrick Henry as best as you can. That's a lot easier to say with Jordan Davis. I think Jordan Davis is going to play. I saw this tweet today, Vince, if you can pull it up. Um, to, to That kind of leads me to believe that he is playing, but it's just like, make this a game where Ryan Tannehill has to beat Jalen Hurts. Make that a game. So Jordan Davis was activated from the practice window today, and here's the tweet, Josh Chalentino. Uh, a joyous Jordan Davis just strolled down the locker room with his lunch plate in hand. Hey, 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 what up, baby? Earlier today, the Eagles activated the 21-day practice window for Davis to return from IR. I just think that tweet is so funny to me because he's just like a, such a large human being who could just yep. crush a normal guy, and his personality just isn't that at all. Yep. <laughs> he seems I, like I, the I, most, like outgoing, energetic, joyous. positive guy, yep. and then he, they're like, you have to kill Derrick Henry on Sunday. <laughs> he's he's like the prototypical what they call it. Like, oh, he's a teddy bear. Yeah. He has the personality like of a teddy bear. Him. Yeah. And then just the playing style of a um army tank. Grizzly bear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the cocaine bear. Did you see that yeah. preview for yes. that movie? Yes. That's-, <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Jordan Davis has the personality of a teddy bear. And he has yep. the playing style of cocaine bear. That is Jordan Davis. <laughs> and that, I think what he needs to help the entire defense needs to stop this, but like, okay, if, if Derrick Henry's toting the load for 25 to 30 carries, they're going to do that. He's going to have a couple runs of seven, eight, maybe 10. You need to stop that 65 to 70 yard touchdown yes. run that he gets when they win games. Yes. If you That's what you have to stop. A hundred percent. If you look at Derrick Henry's like, rush attempts sometimes it'll be like negative two negative one yep. zero and then all then it goes to 64 that's yep. what kills you like yes. you you can shut him down but yep. it's just like it takes once for him to just like you, you get the him. angle wrong and it's between yep. him and a safety who he is going to steamroll and, and now goes. you have epps and mm-hmm. blankenship back there i trust reese battleship with my life I'm sure you do i do I I uh <laughs> I love that how we're brutal. just like thrown at like the Sue thing and Linval Joseph thing have worked out so well so far that people were just like Malcolm, Malcolm Jenkins, yeah. maybe. And Rob that's possibly you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Dallas Goddard got hurt and we're like, is Gronk available? It's like these guys kind of retired for, yeah. for a reason. Reason. Well, well it's I kind did. of like what's his name last year for the Rams? Yeah. Um came back and won Eric the Super Weddle. Bowl. Yeah, Eric yeah. Weddle. Yeah. yeah, he came back and won. So, I mean, the what is realistic? Is, like, DJ will be back. Yeah, like when though? I, so, a lacerated kidney doesn't sound fun. Like, and I, I lacerated like, my spleen before. It was the most pain I've ever been in my entire life. It feels like you know that feeling when you get the wind knocked out of you. It's like, like that, except permanent, and also you feel like you're just gonna throw up the entire okay. time. It's it's the worst pain. And I knew like the way he walked off the field, I was like. Yeah, I think I think he did what I did because I was walking like that where I couldn't stand up straight. Like if you stand up, it's just like because your organ is ripped. So like if you stand up, like then the hole in your organ opens and you're bleeding out of it. So you have to be like hunched. And I was like, I think he did what I did, and he yeah, came. He, was, he just he dropped to his knees and like he just was bent over. I'm like, oh, I that is exactly how I reacted. Like I was just like in shock and just like dropped to my knees, and I'm like. Did I just get shot in the stomach? Yeah. <laughs> like what oh, happened? And just like you can't, you can't even stand up straight. Now, I don't, I really don't know 
like the timetable. The biggest thing, like once you the pain will heal, it's like having a cut, but it's the going back to contact that's tough. Zach yep. Earth played with a lacerated kidney, but he played because we were in week 17. Um, and we and it was like season on the line. If that like if if we were week 13, like when CJ got hurt, I don't know if he would have done that. So yep. I don't know, like I I'm surprised he didn't go on IR. I would have brought him back for the Saints game. He would have missed the Cowboys game. I think realistically, the Cowboys game, you would be over the moon if he could be back for that game. They, they're probably not putting him on IR. If we played the Texans on Christmas Eve and not the Cowboys, he'd be on yeah. IR. The yeah. reason he's not is because that is the fourth game. And if there's a yep. chance that he could come back early, he'll be out there. Yep. Yeah, It's and that's I, – I get it. Being a tight end, you're getting hit hard over the middle with a lacerated kidney. But you can also run routes where you know he's not going to get popped a lot. The way CJ plays to his physicalness, the way he flies up, I just feel like that's just going to be very difficult that quickly. Like It's an injury where you have to avoid contact, and you're playing a position that requires you to make contact on every tackle. And jumping up for interception, Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's, like I said, if that game, if you were playing, if you were playing the Texans, he'd be on IR, but you're playing the Cowboys with the division on the line. So that's the you keep the window open just in case. Uh, I'll be back with two picks and Dallas Goddard will have two touchdowns back. They said today Goddard has a sling off. He's ready. They think he'll be able to come off IR week 15 when he's eligible. Um, Hopefully Maddox can come off IR next week. So at least. The guys who are hurt, we've I've been saying this. We said this three weeks ago when we were undefeated. The only thing stopping this team is health. So Can you imagine if like the horse, everything back. comes together. Like Goddard, that's his first game back. CJ, he makes it back. Odell signs, that's his first game as a cowboy. Like it's just gonna be. Stupid. It's like that scene in Captain America when they all reunite to fight Thanos yep. again at the end. Like they all got beaten up and then they like come back together and they're like, oh. And then it's just like a 13 12 game. Just miserable. Yeah. Game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then none of them do anything. Yeah. Nothing. Just... Um, just one more thing on the Titans Eagles game this week. Again, it's stopping the run. It's, it's, it's how the Titans play. Be more talented than their playing style and you will win. Two things on that. Can we just have like a good special teams week? Like they're make them beat you 53 to 53. Don't make them don't allow them to be in this game because you run into the punter because you allow a kickoff return to the 50. Like, could we just have like a, a above average special teams week instead of a D minus every week? It's so because you can just see it coming that this is how they lose a playoff game for a team that's too talented to lose a playoff game like that. Mm-hmm. That'll be so annoying. Also, AJ Brown's playing the Titans. I think we. Yeah, I was going to say, do you think they're going to try and force feed him? Uh yeah, they're also trying to get him back integrated in the office uh, in the offense. I don't know if you saw the the quote he had afterwards. He threw up so much he popped the blood vessel in. Yeah, his you, eye. I saw the eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah he had proof. It was insane. I, I can't imagine being that sick. So yeah. it was a miracle that he even played last week. But they'll try to get. Yeah, this week is the week. I saw twi- on Twitter too. Eagles fans coming at him or like. Can't fumble, slop, like going at. I'm like, really? Can we stop? Like, first of all, he was sick. Second of all, he still has seven seven touchdowns this year. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Like going at him already. Here, please. here. So here's the thing. And this is this is like the Philly 
textbook. This is all you got to do. He fumbled. He's fumbled back-to-back weeks. There were back-breaking fumbles. Not good. The fans Guess were what? like, he scored a touchdown. He did score a touchdown, but the fans were like, you got to stop. Like, this is like, it's drive us nuts. This is crucial moments. We are going to say something about you. And in the post game, he took accountability. They said he stayed longer at his locker to explain why he was the way that he was, explain that it was inexcusable, but he knows that. He's working on that. He's making yep. a point of emphasis. He is sick and he's still trying to play. It is the same as the Alec Bohm thing. He walked up. He said, yeah, I said what I said. I screwed up. It was me, but I'm working to improve that. And it's just like, that's it. It's so easy. This is one-on-one remedial stuff to figure out how to be able to play here and succeed here. So easy. You mean the same Alec Bohm that's going to be on the same side of the infield as Trey Turner next year? I can't freaking wait, man. (laughs) I hope. (laughs) What an infield. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Bryson, Trey, and Bohm. And, awesome. and DeGrom and Wheeler back together. I, I will be insufferable. <laughs> if, the, if the Eagles won the division and we signed Jacob DeGrom, don't even allow me to have a microphone. <laughs> oh, God. The times, they are changing in Philadelphia, everybody. <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> or everything gets built up. And then yeah. <laughs> More likely, done. I think we know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I mean... I feel like this was preseason. This game for both of us against the Titans was one we circled, right? Yeah. As okay. It's fearful. I think. And then we've seen what both of our run defenses can do. And we kind of circled it even more. Uh, <laughs> first it was yeah. in pen. Then yeah. it was in Sharpie. Yeah. It's like, Oh boy. <laughs> um, so we'll see. Yeah. I, and ball control and stop the big man with your big man. Stop the big man with our bigger man. It's the again back to Captain America. It's like, oh, they, we have so and so, and they're like, we have a Hulk. That this is it. <laughs> they have all these things. We have a Hulk. No, yep. use it. So let's see. So let's see. Yeah. So uh, I, I do think it'll genuinely be a good game. There's some good games this week, which is good because I think last week was a little dry. I don't know. It wasn't the most exciting. Yeah, it, it was the, uh, the pretty boring slate for sure. I, I uh, like there were. I don't know. Like there was an overtime game, but it was Bucks Browns. Mm-hmm. And like the Ra- Raiders game was cool, but like it didn't have any playoff implications. Yeah, so I would have loved to have seen the end of it, but Scott Hanson <laughs> lied to me. God, come on, Chris. I was, yeah, come on. I was, he's like, flip over to your local CBS. I was like, oh, okay. I flipped there, and it's some like dude just on sixty minutes. I was like, oh well, it'll just change over real quick. And I'm sitting there, like, it's the long. It's probably the longest you ever watched sixty minutes. <laughs> That Literally. show just means the weekend is over. It's like yes. no, no football yep. fan is ever they they advertise every week when you're watching the four o'clock site and you're like yep. and stick around yep. for sixty minutes and not once is the football fan ever like nope. oh that's an interesting expose that I'm gonna nope. tune into on sixty nope. minutes like God no I'm flipping right over to NBC to watch Jason Garrett yeah oh that was bad unbelievable and you and i tweet the same exact tweet at the same exact time because we have one break um real quick before we hop into cowboys colts would you also like to just hit on the tweet you put out and why this game is actually a revenge game that people may forget the worst moment of my life aside from a lot of those (laughs) you're telling me (laughs) the worst moment (laughs) of my life 
first of all, follow Birds for the Voice Pod on Twitter if you want to see the tweet. The worst moment of my life, aside from last rating my spleen, was fourth and 15. You're at Tennessee. Marcus freaking Mariota is the quarterback. You've already scored a field going overtime. All you have to do is get off the field on fourth and 15, and we play an insane sticks defense and give up fourth and 15 because Corey freaking Graham doesn't know where to be. And the entire way down the field, they scored a touchdown on third and fourth downs. It was like getting stabbed every fourth play. It was the most frustrating Eagles game. With a very long night. I have ever watched. With a machete. It was like getting stabbed with a machete. It's like it was one of those games where we've all had frustrating losses. It was so frustrating that I was in disbelief that it happened. You're almost laughing at that point. I was dumbfounded that it like it was just the it was the longest drive of my life. Was that the same year they had that really bad loss to the Lions at home? Mm, yes. Yeah. That entire year. That we had a worse loss to the Panthers. We were up, we were yes. up 21 nothing and lost. <laughs> oh, that, that, that whole year. just the insufferable, inexcusable, unbelievable losses here. You know what else happened that year? It was the Cowboys Eagles game with the with the no clear recovery on the fumble, which there the was not. Offensive pass interference which on there Dallas was. Goddard. Oh, I'm the officials were phenomenal that, that day. How so you had you had you had about six worst moments of your life just that season in a span of two months. Yep. In two months. This is the worst um, moment of my life. Vincent's right. That, that was the moment we should have realized that Carson Wentz has a hex put on him. Mm-hmm. That was bad. Yeah. So this is this is a revenge game for every fan who had to sit through that overtime at Tennessee because that was that was the, uh, tw- four years ago. That was the most brutal moment of our lives as a Eagles fan. All right. In speaking memory. of Carson Wentz, uh, he will not be playing in this Colts Cowboys game because well, he's not on the team anymore. And yeah. As we can see, they are doing so much better without him. I was right again. Technically. Kind of. Um, But the Cowboys are playing Sunday Night Football against this Colts team that is, I don't know, not good. They do play football every week. They play football. Statement of fact. (laughs) They do. They're coming off, uh, I guess you could say, a short week. They played Monday night against the Steelers and lost in a very bad football game. That was a game, uh, unless you had fantasy implications, which actually all of us did. Why were you sitting through that? I I fell asleep, and then I woke up, and then I fell asleep. You know, one of those moments, which I love doing. There's nothing better than a game that your team's not in on Saturday night college football mm-hmm. or the Sunday night game where you're in bed, and you're just like in and out, and then like you pass out, and it's like seven plays later, and you watch like three plays, and you fall asleep. It's the best. It's it's my the favorite best. thing to do with 4 o'clock games. Right. Like Chargers, what what have they done in the last mm-hmm. quarter? Oh, screwed up. Let's see if they can turn it around. Yeah. yeah. And that so is- that that was that was a bad game. They are clearly a limited offense at pretty much like they they lied to themselves. If we want to get into the, the breakdown of the game, this should be a Cowboys win. I, I don't expect this to be close to you. No, which means it's gonna be. <laughs> the scares me i think the only way it's close is because i feel like the the colts energy wise haven't quit like they play hard they're a yep, team that plays hard. plays hard 
I, I don't think Jeff Saturday is a bad coach. He got his job in a bad way. It's not a, it's not a bad team, which is probably worse because you'd rather just be bad than be mediocre. Yep. I think it's their defense plays hard. I don't know if Jonathan Taylor maybe is starting to round the corner, which scares me against the Cowboys run defense. Um, ever since Aiden picked him up and made in a trade in fantasy all of a sudden. Um, so that, that scares me a little bit, but that offensive line of theirs is not good. Even with Quentin Nelson on it, they have some injuries. Now the center got hurt. He's was, uh, limited in practice. I think this is a game where I think it would be his seventh this season where Micah Parsons legitimately has a shot from multiple sacks in a game. Um, there. Micah Parsons versus Matt Ryan. Not even fair. That and, is abuse. And you that know what else is? It's, it's Dan Quinn against Matt Ryan because he knows exactly what <laughs> Matt Ryan is. He knows exactly where Matt Ryan's going to be, which is in a little two-yard box um, because he is a statue. And we saw, if you remember last year, what the Cowboys did to the Falcons and Matt Ryan. I mean, Dan Quinn abused him. So I think Matt Ryan or Dan Quinn is, is cooking up hell for Matt Ryan. So yes, should this be a Cowboys win? Absolutely. Does it look like Matt Ryan's 137 pounds and has no arm strength? Yes. Has Trayvon Diggs been playing out of his mind this year? Yes. But we got Anthony Brown on the other side that is known to give up plays to anybody. So that could be, you know, I don't even know who that what's uh who's their number one? What's the big dude? Um Mike uh Michael Pittman. Yes. So I could easily see a 65-yard bomb to Michael Pittman that all of a sudden gets him in this game. But it shouldn't be. It shouldn't. It's, I think Cowboys are going to be up for this game on Sunday Night Football. They know the next three games that are ahead of them against the AFC South heading into then this Eagles game. They know how close they are. I think they're also on this, like, bachelor in paradise for Odell Beckham thing. So they kind of want to like show off again at this. They have Odell coming to the facility the next day. So that worries me. You're like you're more, you're focused on signing him and you're not focused on the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now I hope the players aren't, I hope that's just Jerry and Steven and, but well, luckily none of them have tweeted recruiting him. So I don't think you have anything to worry about. Yeah, I think, yeah. None of them. None of them at Not all. Not a single one. Uh, so, I, you know, X's and O's, I don't think there's a spot where the Colts have an advantage except for Jonathan Taylor against the Cowboys run defense. I think that's it. Um, I yep. think the Cowboys are going to be able to run the ball on the Colts. I think they're going to be able to pass the ball on the Colts. But like we said, the Colts are going to play hard, right? They're, but they also have some injuries to worry about. Their captain on the back end, safety is hurt. He – did not practice again today. So the line was nine. It's moved up to 11. It's in Dallas. Sunday night football. But, I mean, yes, the Cowboys offense has been a lot better since Dak came back. Technically, he's been the best quarterback since he's been back. Number one offense, blah, blah, blah. Again, that is inflated because of what they did to Minnesota. So I don't like counting those stats. But. Dak needs to clean up some of these interceptions, Aiden. I mean, especially in the red zone. The pick in the in the end zone against Green Bay, he did it again against the Giants. Two just inexcusable picks to literally guys that were 
working at Best Buy the week before. So those type of things need to be cleaned up. But guys like Michael Gallup starting to round into form. And the thing that I'm loving the most out of this offense is the three tight end sets. I mean, Hendershot, yeah. Ferguson, and Schultz have been playing great together. Give mm-hmm. me more three tight end sets. Yes, I agree. I really like that a lot. But it just kind of keeps the defense off balance because you can run pass out of both of them and all three of them playing well. Big weekend for Dalton Schultz, two touchdowns last week. I, yep. I agree. I really like the style of that um, and what it does to defenses and pretty much makes them guess all the time, which is the name of the game. Um, and I do behind CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup, those are your best three pass catchers, at, uh, taking out uh, Tony Pollard. But, like, it's better than Noah Brown, right? It's better it, than Jalen Tolbert. This is this has been a really good adjustment and being like, all right, our receivers are not good. Um, yeah. Aside from CD, like, where where's another way like we can adjust? It's this. It's this. It's the three tight end thing. Yep. And actually throwing the ball to Tony Pollard. That's you. Using that helps. Yeah. 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 Um, so is it going to be a thrilling game? No. Probably not. Um, but hopefully for me, it's going to be a, a – exciting game because a lot of points and a lot of sacks and a lot of all that. But at the same time, that's what scares me. Like I'm so broken. And I know you are too, as a fan where it's like, I can't even just (laughs) sports wise broken. (laughs) Like I can't even like, I get excited for these games, but like until it's three zeros, even if doubt, like when they played Minnesota, even when they were up like 35, three, I was like, well, that meme came back. There's a chance. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. I get that. Yeah, I definitely. I've seen enough flown leads to know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's but that stuff. Three straight against the AFC South: Colts, Texans, Jaguars, who scare me a little bit. Heading into then the Eagles on Christmas Eve, yeah. which I'm still not not excited about. Four o'clock, right when everything's starting in my in-laws' house. I'm nervous. Yeah, that's yeah. Me too. I don't want to look at it, but I can just see the implications of that. Uh, but for this game, I think this is a game where we lie to ourselves that it's close and we're like, oh, the Colts are within eight points. If they just go down the field, score and get the two point conversion and send it in overtime and then score in overtime and get a stop against the Cowboys, then they'll win. And it's like you look at it in hindsight, and you're like, well, that was impossible. Like there's no chance of them being able to do all of those things. It's like, well, if everything falls exactly correct for the Colts, they could maybe beat the Cowboys if it rains indoors. You know, it's like there's we just you know, Mike Tirico has to lie to us and hype us up. You it's know like, what I could see this game sort of being like is the um, the Lions game that the Cowboys had earlier in the season, where the Cowboys won twenty four to six, but it was six nothing six three. At halftime, Detroit. I watched a but lot. But then of the Cowboys scored, you know, twenty-one in the second half, and they shut out the Lions. Yes, mm-hmm. that's the type yeah. of game I could definitely see this being. Like the Colts score first, they go down, they have a perfect drive, and then from there, it's like okay, the Cowboys handle. Yeah, Colts go down and score. Cowboys go three and out. Hell is fire. Fire is raining down, and then all of a sudden, you get a Micah strip sack, and the game changed. And all as well. Yep. yep. I can absolutely see that. That is, uh, I think we have a pretty solid prediction of how yep. it's going to go. I Put our prediction on the board when they do the Sunday football graphic. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. Anything else you want to get into before we bring producer Vincent in? 
nope. get into our TikToks and head into week 12. I'm good. Can't wait. Let's go. Vincent? Van Gogh? Hello. Hello. Man. How are you? Doing all right. All right. We got the two Christmas TikToks. Tree. We do. One of our trees because we turned into a multi-tree house, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you're a house now, not just a room. That's true. Vince, you have Spotify? Apple Music. You're engaged, right? Yeah. Okay. Not married yet. I paid. He's for also it. been. He's also been with. Uh, he's a child bride. Remember? He oh yeah. Came out, the, he came out of the womb dating her. I pay for my Apple Music, so at least I'm not. I don't have commercials. That, but that's what I'm saying. He says he can't pay for it because he's married, and you are going to be married, and you pay for it. Let's prove my point. Exactly. Thank you. All right. Power rankings or sleeper teams first? Which would you guys like to do? Dealer's choice. Let's do... We always finish with power rankings, so let's keep that consistent. Let's do the sleeper team first, because I think that's yeah. that's an easy little... That's a little appetizer, because we only have one team instead of five teams with the power rankings. So I think if we all go around, say our team we think can make a deep run, um, that'll get us going and lead us right into the power rankings. Love it. All right, here we go. One team each, sleeper teams who can make a deep run to the Super Bowl. I'll start. I've got the Cincinnati Bengals. Everybody thought I was going to go 49ers because I always do. (laughs) But the Bengals are starting to come into shape the same time they did last year. It's kind of a parallel to what they did last year. And they got on that winning streak, and they started to put things together. And they're doing it again this time. And this time they're doing it without Jamar Chase. Samaj P. Ryan has had to stop up for Joe Mixon. And, like, they, they just have this monster in T. Higgins. And he's not even their best receiver. And you start to look at the amount of weapons they have, and they're in the same situation. If the offensive line can hold up, they can be back in the AFC Championship. Bang. Yeah, they are a little bit, a little scary. Um, but for me, it, it's that San Francisco 49ers that you talk about. Their offense, with even with a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo, he just, I, I know we always say, like, you need the quarterback to win the Super Bowl. But this team, maybe they don't need because maybe they have just that guy that can steer the ship, try and not get things wrong. We've seen people also are like, well, Jimmy's never really done it he's gone to the super bowl he went up and won in green bay right he had beat the ram like he he was actually a tart interception away from beating the rams last year and going to the super bowl as well which people forget and he was on the eagles and got cut but their defense has not allowed one point in the second half in the last four games they have christian mccaffrey he's a little banged up now debo samuel brandon Ayuk is getting cooking again I mean, Nick Bosa is second in voting right now for defensive player of the year behind Michael Parsons. They scare the living you-know-what out of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, for me, it's really just any team that isn't mathematically eliminated because anything apparently can happen in the NFL this year. Nothing makes sense at all. But more seriously, I think I'm going to say the Washington Commanders. Uh, and it's not a cop-out answer for the Eagles either. Uh, I think it's... Sneakily could be a good football team, or maybe they're a terrible football team. I have absolutely no idea. But if, if they get a wild card, if they get a wild card spot, anyone can rip off a handful of wins. So I don't know. Taylor Heineke's corny, but so is every backup quarterback that's gone on a run. Uh, so I, I don't know. He's the perfect backup quarterback. He's super unlikable, but if he's on your team, he's super likable. That Jordan's thing is absolutely ridiculous, but just the right thing to get those corn balls in DC. 
behind them. Uh, I couldn't think of a less deserving team to get this, but I think they could be they could be the ones. <laughs> you sure gave them a ring endorsement. <laughs> yeah. Can maybe, we talk about how the wire skeleton is Sean Taylor can get on the field for them? Oh God. Two things. One, the left hand up, who are we the commanders guys are performing at FedEx Field the next two games. So <laughs> I actually what are they performing? I don't I don't hate that. that. No. Who are we? Look, that whole song. They're doing the song? Yeah. No. They said they huh? Why? That's their Because it's note. become a huge thing. Like the commanders actually like after the after the game that they won the other day tweeted left hand up with like this is this is like when I didn't realize like how many crazy people there are, and then a bunch of QAnon supporters showed up for the revitalization of JFK. Yes, if there's I'm people awesome. out there that think that song is cool and they're performing it live, I am I severely underestimated yeah. how weird. And people no, are who are we? The Commanders. Also, <laughs> the next two games for the Commanders. Do you know who they play? Actually, no, no. The Giants, a bye, and the Giants. That's a late buy. Wow. But they played the Giants two games in a row. Like, what are we doing, NFL? The Bills played two games in a row in Detroit, so anything can happen. (laughs) Speaking of, yeah, anything can happen. When I was looking at the schedule, I was like, wow, they're they're playing the Giants two straight weeks. What are we doing here? That just smells like a split. Mm -hmm. But have you, like, I I don't ever remember the Cowboys playing, except when they played the Eagles, the last game of the season, and then in the playoffs, back to back regular season weeks. I... No, no, that that one year we played five, four straight NFC East games to end it. So we played Washington close. No, it was the Giants. We played them pretty close together, but not not really. If there was like, there any two weeks of separation, team, if there was any team for the NFL to drop the ball on the schedule, it's it's the Commanders. Yes, that's fair. Yeah, they were like, we're we don't care. Wait, that looks like. <laughs> well, can't wait to see that performance. It should be a, should be a great. Should be a great it'll game. bring the house down and have nothing to do with the performance. <laughs> Just like the Sean Taylor Dick Sporting Goods mannequin that they Bad. Unveiled. Bad. All right. Let's do power rankings. Uh, normal triangle, power rankings, NFL, week 12. 13. 13. Okay. No. Like 10, I just looked. 12. 10 13. plus 1. The Eagles played 11 games plus a bye. That's 12. So this will be where week 13. Week 13. Yeah, yeah you're right. 13. So it is. Okay. Week 13 <laughs> power rankings. NFL. F5. I have the Bills. Uh, they snuck one out against the Lions. They feel like a team who's putting in 80% effort until they play the Chiefs in the playoffs because they know nothing matters until they beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. I also saw a metric this week in terms of luck statistics, which we're doing now. They are near the bottom. One of the most unlucky teams in the league. With that amount of talent and things that not working your way in luck, I still believe in them to be good at five out of the Bills. Five for me. I also have the Buffalo Bills. I think they are so good. I think Josh Allen is still a top three quarterback in the NFL. But like you said, just the unluckiness. But at the same time, having that luck at the end of the Thanksgiving day game to go down the field, kick the field goal, win the game. Maybe the luck starts to turn a little bit. Maybe things settle down a little bit where they're not playing in Detroit 
twice in two weeks in the snowstorm, then get back on track. Bills at five. Uh, at five, what I have literally written down is Bills, I guess. Uh, I kind of begrudgingly put them there just because they're not – like like you said, they grunted out a win against the Lions uh, uh, as hey, a team that <laughs> – There's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing know. wrong with that. Someone else on this list may have also done that. But mm-hmm. this isn't this team isn't particularly exciting me right now. Uh, again, but I, it, you're right. It doesn't feel like they're – not to say they're not trying, but they're not giving 100% right now, so they still could – at any time, just decide to flip the switch. Yep. At four, I have the Cowboys. I am worried about the physical well-being of Matt Ryan against Michael Parsons in this defense this week. They keep chugging along. Um, that The Giants are okay, and I thought they beat them handily. And four, I have the Cowboys. Again, disclaimer, I will not have the Cowboys in my power rankings this week as a Cowboys fan because if I put them in, they will automatically lose and be kicked out. So at four, I have the San Francisco 49ers, like I said in our other TikTok, they scare the living crap out of me. They have not allowed a point in the second half in the last four games. And that offense, they can play ground and pound. They can air it out a little bit to guys like Debo and Ayuk. And they are a team you do not want to see down the stretch. Quick disclaimer, I forgot the 49ers and I'm sorry. (laughs) You might not be the only one at four. At four, I have Justin Jefferson. Uh, he's just the only player on my team I feel like I can put on this list. Uh, and he just deserves to be on it. No one else on that team does. Fair enough. All right. At three, I have the Eagles. Jalen Hurts just wins. I said it last week. I'll say it again. 40 points. He had the best statistical dual threat game from a quarterback since Colin Kaepernick a decade ago. It's just what he does, man. It's just like these games. It's like at one point we thought, with the Eagles win despite Jalen Hurts, and now they're winning because of Jalen Hurts, and everybody else needs to pick up their end of the bargain at points. I just, it's a talented team. I like where they're at. Big week this week. I got the Eagles at three. At three, I have the Miami Dolphins. They just keep winning when Tua plays eight and three on the season, eight and oh when Tua starts and finishes a game. Um, he leads the league in QBR. He is right up there, I think, 1-1-A with Jalen Hurts in terms of the MVP race. Tyreek Hill is unbelievable. I say it every week. This team can put up 35 on anybody. They are explosive. They are fun. They are fast. Very, very fast. Uh, I have the Cowboys. Uh, just a, I don't know. There's just not much to fault them for except for everything you said for the last half hour. Um <laughs> But they just feel like they're completed. Like they're one of the biggest threats in the NFC right now. You can't not put them on the list. Except for the Cowboys here. At two, I have the Dolphins. You know, at the beginning of football seasons in high school, when the varsity team will scrimmage the JV team just to kind of like tune it up and, you know, just have a practice that you can get away with to get ready. That's what it looked like when the Dolphins played the Texans. That was bad. They were so much better. That was not the same level of, of skill. No. That was that was a Super Bowl contender, and I don't know if the Texans are an NFL team. But at two, I have the Dolphins. Two for me, it is the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, that performance that Jalen Hurts had, 100 yards in the first quarter, um, ran for more yards than Michael Vick ever did in an Eagles uniform. Um, one of the most unbelievable rushing performances in NFL history. At the quarterback, yes, he ran for more than he threw, but who cares? This is a new age NFL. 
We'll see if that kind of offense can win in the playoffs. We don't know yet, but we don't know what we don't know. The Eagles are good. They're going to get Jordan Davis back. They're going to get Avante Maddox back. They're going to get their safeties back. And A.J. Brown's not going to fumble the ball every game. So, Eagles, confirmed, still good. Yeah, two out of the Eagles. Uh, Jalen Hurts is just the perfect combination of above-average talent and just unbelievable winning personality. Like, the dude himself is just a winner. He could be the worst player on the team, but the team would win more games if he was on it just because he was on it. And the fact that he's also a fantastic football player is perfect. At one, I have the Chiefs. They played football last week, and they won a game. I, we, we ran out of things to say. It's them. It's the Chiefs at one. And one, I have the Chiefs, and I feel like they're just unbelievably underrated this year. And I'm also putting them at one because I feel like Jackson Mahomes has been very quiet this year. I haven't been hearing about him all over the place, which is always good. a plus four. I did see him. Oh, I saw him. He was in, you see the video of Patrick Mahomes talking to the Fonz? No. So he's talking to Henry Winkler and he daps up his brother in the middle of the conversation because his brother tried to interrupt his conversation with Henry Winkler. Well, that sounds right. Take him out of number one then. Yeah. Um, At one, I have the Chiefs. End of TikTok. All right. Thank you very much, Vincent. Thank you, Vince. All right. We can call from there. Another big week for us. Getting big, getting clutch. Thank you for tuning in for Birds versus Boys versus AFC South this week. Versus, if you caught the beginning before we taped Birds versus Boys versus AFC South versus the IRS. Versus Chase. Versus Thanks. Chase Bank. We've got a lot of enemies this versus week Jeff before Bezos. we get to Christmas Eve. <laughs> oh, thank you for watching on YouTube. Thank you for listening on Spotify or on Google or on Apple. If you have Spotify and we're on your little thingy, Thank you. Post it. I don't know if that's even a thing with podcasts, but yeah. Aiden seemed very angry today. The, the metrics make no sense. Like the Spotify wrapped music, they're giving you the mood that you're in. I saw in the morning, you're melancholy. And in, at night, you listen to sad boy angst. I don't even know what that means. And then the, the podcast metrics, they won't even give me the amount of minutes. They All they said was our number one country is the United States. Yeah, no wonder. What are we doing, Spotify? We're not big in guitar. Spotify are great people. If you're listening, we love you very much. Thank you. Start the music. I have I have constructive criticism. <laughs> I say they were bad. I I praised them. I said they're better than Apple. Yes, you did. All right. Well, thank not you for listening. There's anything thank you wrong for with watching. That. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you follow us anywhere that you listen to your podcast, especially if it's Spotify, because we do love Spotify and. Follow us on Twitter, Birds vs. Boys Pod, and TikTok, Birds vs. Boys Pod as well. Cowboys, Colts, Sunday night. Cowboys, Titans, Sunday afternoon. Because, well, there's no other better game to play than the Colts and the Cowboys on Sunday night. So we will be back and possibly, maybe, sort of, probably not. We'll have an answer to the Odell Beckham Bowl next time we record. Probably not.